there, I'm Sarah, your natural endometriosis expert. Welcome to my podcast. This is the place to be for information, advice and tips on managing your endometriosis naturally. I've been managing my own endo now successfully for about 20 years and I've been running my own therapy business since 2008, helping others to do the same. If you're curious to cut through all the noise and rubbish that's out there and learn the key to managing endometriosis with minimal reliance on drugs and surgery, then this is the only podcast you'll need. Let's get started. Hello there. So in this morning's podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about managing relationships when you've got endometriosis. Um, The point of the podcast today is to firstly, hopefully make you feel less isolated if you're feeling a bit isolated um, and a bit concerned about how endometriosis is impacting on your closest relationships. Um, A little bit of reassurance really and to give you some tips in terms of how to negotiate relationships when you're struggling with endo or you're having a flare-up or even if you don't have an endometriosis diagnosis just having some of the symptoms that that endo can bring because it isn't just uh, just endometriosis that sees these things. So Endometriosis can impact massively on relationships and not just sort of your your closest intimate relationships, but on friendships and family relationships as well. And the first thing, if you are struggling with relationships, is to really be gentle with yourself. It's to remind yourself that endometriosis is a chronic condition. Um, There's things you can do to help, but the majority of the time you're left feeling pretty helpless with, with what's going on with your body. So the first thing to be mindful of, as I say with most podcasts and with most things to do with endo, is just to give yourself a little bit of space. Give yourself some headspace, um, give yourself some some TLC, some um, gentle reflection time and don't be too hard on yourself. In terms of intimate relationships, obviously there's there's the the obvious things that can impact um, your relationship with your partners or partner. Or partners, no judgment here, um, and that's that's also obviously um, problems with intimacy. So pain during sex, as we looked at in the last episode, um, endometriosis can cause um, sex painful sex. So if you are struggling with that, that can impact on your intimacy levels. Also, in terms of energy levels, fatigue, mood swings, depression, anxiety, all of those things that are lumped in with endometriosis can also impact on your on your personal relation on your on your on your relationships. So the important thing here is to communicate and it's such a such an easy word to say but it's actually not that easy to do and I work with so many women who struggle with verbalizing what it is they're going through and that's largely due to period shame again we've looked at period shame and the attitudes towards periods in previous podcasts but this is really impactful when it comes to explaining to people what we've got going on because most people, if not everybody, most people have women in their lives that they're close to. And if the women that they have had the biggest influence from don't struggle with painful periods, then people will struggle to see the impact that endometriosis and painful periods has if you are struggling with endo. Because if somebody's grown up as particularly close to their mum or particularly close to their sister and their mum or their sister didn't have any sort of problems with their cycle then they will struggle, naturally will struggle just to reconcile how um, a period, how a menstrual cycle can bring so much trauma um, because that is what we go through. 
how, how a cycle can bring so much trauma if they don't have experience of it. And it's very hard for them to say, well, hang on, it's, it's just a bleed. The rhetoric around endometriosis, we still hear it every now and again. It's just a bad period when we go to our GPs or the gaslighting that happens. All of that feeds into this rhetoric that we should just be sucking it up, getting on with it. So it can be quite difficult for our nearest and dearest to really understand what it is we're going through. So um, try your best, the best that you can to communicate what it is you're going through, the physical pains, the emotional pains, everything that, is, that you've got going on. Now, with my clients, um, and if you are one of my clients, you'll know, um, but with my clients, we track everything. I have a big Google spreadsheet that each of my clients gets um, and we track everything. And I really recommend this, even if you're not working with anybody um, in terms of sort of trying to manage your endo or overcoming your endo track everything even if this is just a daily journal and actually it's quite good to let somebody share that journal so obviously I share the trackers with my clients so I keep an eye on the tracker we have it on a shared google drive so that we can both access it um, this might work for you but if you've got um uh, sort of a, a, a journal or a diary that you use or even writing a letter writing it down and sharing it with your partner can just really bring an enhanced understanding if you find it hard to verbalize it but just sharing what you're going through on a on a on a regular basis the one thing again that I'd say with this is it's very easy to get stuck in this sort of me victim mentality and we'll talk about that in, in a, a future podcast but it's very very easy to get stuck in this victim mentality when you have endometriosis or any chronic condition because it is pants what we go through on a regular basis is is hard work it's difficult to live with and that can be an understatement but it's quite hard to get trapped in this in this victim mentality so Another top tip I'd give you as well is in terms of just sharing the negative of what you're going through, talk about how you're feeling, talk about the physical pains, the physical symptoms, the emotional symptoms that you're going through, but also ask for help. Now, this is incredibly difficult, um, but ask for help. Talk through the solutions. Talk through things that you're doing to make yourself feel better. Not only will this sort of maybe give a bit of reassurance to your partner because they will be feeling it as well nobody likes to see the person that they love be in pain that will give them a bit of reassurance but actually in terms of positive mindset in terms of you alleviating some of your symptoms reducing the impact of some of your symptoms this is really important as well so don't just dwell on the negatives and again it's exactly the same. And again, we'll, we'll come to journaling in a different podcast episode. But when I talk about journaling, when I talk about writing letters, don't leave it on the negative. Write down everything you're experiencing. Write down all the pain and everything that you're going through. But also write down all the good things, all the good things that you have in your life, all the good things that you're doing. And again, if you're talking to your partner about it, make sure that you're reassuring your partner and talk. Well, that sounds awful. I don't mean it in terms of reassuring your partner, in terms of they're the victim in inverted commas here but just make sure that you're finishing on a positive so that it's not all negative energy you're instilling positive energy into your vibes as well into your mindset um, so that's one way of dealing with the most intimate um relationships if you haven't listened to the previous podcast in terms of difficult sex painful sex then listen to that as well because that's got some top tips in terms of making that side of things easier but in terms of just managing relationships and making sure that your endo has the minimal impact on your most intimate relationships communication is key similarly with uh, family members now family members can be a bit more complex 
or, or complex in a different way. Um, because obviously with endometriosis, there's that familial link. So you are more likely to have endometriosis if people in your family have endo. Now, this can be a positive thing. So you can know that members of your family have been through the same thing or are going through the same thing. So theoretically, they have similar understanding, which can be a benefit if they already know what you're going through. You don't have to explain as much. You can just say what it is that's happening to you and they will understand. However, as we know, endometriosis varies so much from person to person that their experience of endometriosis might not mirror yours. And this can lead to confusion, frustration, because if you're saying, oh, I'm having a flare up, you know what a flare up looks like to you. But actually to somebody else, it might be completely different. They might have been able to manage theirs better. Their pain levels might not have been as much. Their bloating might not have been as much. Their fatigue might have been might have been easier to manage. So don't assume that just because they've got endometriosis, don't assume that that means that they understand exactly what you're going through. It may do, but it's not a given. So do take some time out to explain to them what it means to you, and what it looks like to you so that you know that you're both on the same page. Some people don't have any pain. Some people don't have any symptoms at all. So it's really, really important that you understand, A, what your endometriosis looks and feels like to you, but B, that you can verbalise that to, to your family members. And the same with your intimate relationships as well. Make sure that that communication is clear. Um, explain what you're going through, but keep it positive as well. Always end on a positive. Always end with raising your vibrations after you've offloaded. I mean, offloading what you're going through feels positive anyway, because you're getting rid of a lot of that frustration, a lot of that baggage again in inverted commas you can't see me but I'm doing the inverted commas in the air um, which really annoys me but anyway um, so yeah just make sure that that you are communicating as easily as you can be that verbally or written down what you've got going on and then with your family uh, sorry with your friends as well so we have Support networks are really, really important when it comes to endometriosis. And you'll probably have different friends. You'll probably have maybe school friends that you've kept in touch with. You'll maybe have work colleagues. You'll maybe have your endometriosis or your chronic chronic illness friends. And it's really important that they understand what you're going through as well. Endo can really make us lose touch with our friends. Um, if you struggle with social anxiety as a result of your endo, if you're, if you're worried about your symptoms impacting in a social environment... If your fatigue levels mean that you have to constantly cancel um, cancel social engagements, that can really impact on, on friendships. So again, it's really important that your friends understand what it is you're facing. Now, again, that's not for you to dwell in what you're struggling with. That's that's not saying that you need to be that person in your friendship group that's, that's always talking about, about how ill they are. you are. But if your friends understand then they are more likely to stick by you, which sounds awful, but I've seen so many cases of people whose friends gradually drift away and those, those people with endo become more and more isolated and it becomes a, a cycle. If you can break that cycle um, and show your friends exactly what it is you're going through, but also show your friends exactly what you need. So be open and honest in terms of, okay, I want to see you, I love our friendship, I value our friendship, I can't go to the pub this week I'm feeling rotten but if you wanted to come around here and watch a film that would be lovely I'd cook tea it'd be lovely to see you that kind of thing 
So don't always feel that just because you have to cancel a social engagement doesn't mean you have to cancel your friendship. These people are your friends. They will understand communication is key. So I hope you, you're picking up the message that it's all about communication. That can be difficult. Um, one of the big things as well is to make sure you're getting the right support, getting support from, from people who do understand as well. So you're not constantly having to explain what you're going through, because again, that can take its toll. So speak to, there's um, charities out there, not necessarily endometriosis ones, but there are endometriosis charities out there. There's um, sort of volunteer charities you can talk to. People like the Samaritans, if you're really struggling with your emotional well-being, there's so many different charities out there. There's people like me out there who are confident in endometriosis. We're endometriosis specialists. We know how endo impacts. We can help you with the impact on relationships. But the really important thing is not to feel isolated. We have so much going on with endo as well that isolation can just impact so much on our symptoms. Communication is key. If you can't verbalise it, write it down. And if you're really struggling, things like counselling, either independent counselling or couples counselling as well can really, really help. Almost like team building as well in a friendship group. Do activities that will that will strengthen those bonds that you have with your friends. You can have incredibly healthy relationships and friendships with endometriosis. It just needs communication, understanding and a little bit of, of thought and increased positivity every now and again. But if you do want a, a hand with this, if you'd like a free chat about your endometriosis, then please do contact me because that's why me and other people like me are here. Um, we know firsthand I've struggled with endo for 20 years. Well, that's not true. I was diagnosed with endo 20 years ago. I've had two flare ups in that time. Um, I haven't struggled all of that time at all, but we get it. We understand what's going on. So if you need that chat, there are people like me out there. Good luck. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, then please hit the subscribe button and make sure you don't miss any future episodes. You can also leave a review too to help spread the word to managing endometriosis naturally to as many people as possible. That is my mission. And if this podcast has inspired you to take the next step to managing your own endometriosis successfully, then please head over to my website, naturalendometriosisexpert.com, to see different ways of working with me to bring that dream of living without endometriosis one step closer. Or, for less than the price of a posh coffee a month, you can also become a patron to this podcast and get access to a load more endometriosis resources, as well as my monthly endometriosis clinic question and answer session. See you next time.